The Guardian. Support for this Guardian podcast comes from Squarespace, providing creative tools that help you bring your ideas to life. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, and 24-7 support. Go to squarespace.com and use the offer code GUARDIAN to get 10% off. Hello, I'm John Plunkett, and welcome to the annual Media Talk Quizmas special. They said it couldn't happen twice. They were wrong. We have four contestants ready to do battle over the year's media news, from the highs of Breaking Bad and Broadchurch to the lows of those BBC severance payoffs and anything to do with digital radio. Who will win? Who will eat the last mince pie? Stay tuned to find out. Joining me for some fulsome festive frolics are writer and broadcaster Sam Delaney, the Guardian. Uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, Sam. Merry Christmas to you. Already in the festive spirit. Yeah. Uh, the Guardian's TV and radio editor, Rebecca Nicholson. Hello. Former Observer media editor turned Powers Court PR, James Robinson. Good to be back. And last but not least, Liz Howell, Director of Broadcasting at City University. Welcome all. Welcome me. <laughs> well, first up, just to ease your way in, I uh, just want to check, uh, people, what's on the top of your Christmas wish list? It hasn't got to be media related, but it is media talk. Whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. Anything in particular? Well, yeah, uh, any anyone will do. I, I, you know, Blended, of, single? Bo- yeah, bottle of Bells would be fine. <laughs> if you can stretch to a single more, then more's the better. James. I do need a TV, you know, and a very nice, massive, massive... What's the biggest TV you can get? What is it, 72 inches? Yeah, 72. That'll do. It's more, it's more. More? Yeah, I was going to do a terrible name drop then, but I'm not going to. Go on. What, well, you were around Puff Daddy's well, house and he had a hundred Daddy's. foot wide telly. <laughs> yeah. if, if only it was that good. I was on Richard Bacon's show last week. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, there you the go. Puff Daddy and of he radio. started talking yeah, about his absolutely. telly and he claims that his telly is a hundred inches and goes up into the ceiling. Mm. That's and ridiculous. Was he, was he pouring you a, a bellini at the time and leaning over you in a provocative <laughs> manner? That's what they all say. <laughs> He's the only man I know who presents every radio show in a smoking jacket. <laughs> Well, Richard, if you're listening, <laughs> do invite us around to see your big telly. Right, it is a quiz, so I should probably ask a proper question. And we're going to start off this week, you'll be glad to know, uh, with the ever-popular uh, TV ratings round. Hurrah! Thank you very much. Right, I've got three shows here. And, oh, I should say also, we've got two teams, just to give it an element of uh, you know competition. So in case you didn't know, the two teams are James and Liz, to my right, and to my left uh, are Rebecca and Sam. Do we need I team names, like the princess? Would you like to come up with a team name? Fabrice. <laughs> right, Fabrice over there, and yeah. you chaps' team name? Uh, James and Liz. James and Liz. What about the J-Row All-Stars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> Slightly self-obsessed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no, I, I, I just thought... I thought Who I made you captain? I didn't realise I, I said that out loud, sorry. <laughs> right, both teams. I've got three shows here, and your task is to put them in order of overnight audiences from lowest to highest. And the shows are Broadchurch... The Great British Bake Off and The X Factor. So I'm going to start with uh, Febreze. So Broadchurch, Great British Bake Off or The X Factor? It's lowest to highest. What do you think? I reckon, I reckon X Factor might be lowest. Do you think it's lowest though? Or is it, tri- is it a double trick? I think trick? it might be. It hasn't been great this year, has it? But It's been low, but maybe that's maybe they're trying to lure still... us into saying that's us. All right, how, so did, how did Bake Off do? I think well, I assume big. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I I'm should know this. On, Got to hurry, you yeah. should know. Yeah, I should know. I'll follow switching you. Off. Come on. I'd say, I'd say, Broadchurch Bake Off X Factor. That's what we're saying, right? Broadchurch Bake Off X Factor and the and uh, J Ray All Stars. <laughs> um, after a consultation amongst the All Stars, we've um, <laughs> we've come up with the following: X Factor. Even though it had a bad year, we're saying X Factor first. 
then Broadchurch, then Bake Off. Because after all, Bake Off is on BBC Two, isn't it, at this point mm-hmm. today? We don't think it did as well as you might have thought it did. All right, OK, well, so the uh, lowest rating was Bake Off with 8.4 million. <laughs> so All Stars Come on. got that right. The second was Broadchurch, 8.7 million. <laughs> and the top was X Factor with 9.6 million. Oh, that was a trick. So oh, there you go. Never in doubt. One point to the, uh, to the J-Row All-Stars there. Can't we have more than one point? point? Yeah, that's sort of three points, it right. isn't it? That's no, three points. Let's not get greedy. It's going well. It can <laughs> yeah. only get worse from now on. Uh, <laughs> <So> optimistic. <laughs> next question is from our mystery guest, who is all the way from Australia. That's Rupert right. Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's Vicky Frost. We all know the anniversary Doctor Who special was shown in 3D, but which other D almost ruined the day of the Doctor. So which other D almost ruined the day of the Doctor? I don't know why, because I do know Vicky Frost, but I expected her to have an Australian accent. (laughs) (laughs) She's not been there that long. It's been a year, maybe. (laughs) Maybe she was trying very hard to sound English. Uh, any thoughts? Any thoughts? Was it Dalek? No. Well, I mean, that's the, the obvious someone answer. Is it anything beginning with yeah. D? But can't do this. Something away. It wasn't actually in the main Doctor Who show, but it was a, a, a spin-off oh. show. Oh, uh, one, one Direction. Ah, uh, One Direction. Tell yeah, us. We said high five. This was the this was the disastrous back on track. <laughs> <laughs> disastrous live link up with uh, Zoe Ball and the BBC Three spin-off show. Did any? Uh, did uh, Did you chaps see it? I'm guessing. Did they swear? It was just, it was, the, the sound it was, was just on, the, the, the time difference was... Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. I hear producer Matt says, we can hear a clip. Oh, great. Oh, wow. <laughs> As we go live to LA and speak exclusively to Louis and Niall and the guys from One Direction, there they are, it's Louis and Niall. We can now hook up with them. Live to LA and speak exclusively to Louis and Niall and the guys from One Direction, there they are, it's Louis and Niall. There's a 15-minute delay, but it's all going to be fine. To Louis and Niall. <laughs> Wherever you want, boys. Firstly, World's, how's it going? World's worst TV. We're going we're we're to play that clip between every round. On the podcast, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play that over and over again just to make us look professional. Yeah. But poor Stephen Moffat, who, who I get the impression is not not always over enthusiastic. Uh, Rebecca, you might have seen him at a few things I've with these kind of press things. junkets, but with this one, he's you know head in his hands. The poor man. Yeah. All that work. <laughs> 50 years of Doctor Who. I actually met him at the Edinburgh TV Festival. This Richard summer. Bacon, Stephen Moffat. Uh, uh, Your anyway, list of friends. Every, we should do a name, dro- a name dropping. We should be doing a name dropping, quit, name dropping bingo, shouldn't we? But no, I, I'm, all I managed to say was hello, and he just gave me a look and walked off. Withering <laughs> look. Right, well, so, that's, uh, so it's uh, one point each now for Breeze back in the hunt. Yep. Question number three it's time for BBC Expenses Bingo. I tell you to pay off. And you tell me who got it. Okay. Sam, Sam's looking enthusiastic about yeah. this round. First up, clickety click, it's £949,000 plus 73 grand for unused holiday. Buzz when you think you know the answer. Yeah. Buzz. Buzz. Yentol. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Yentol. What's his cousin thing? BBC. Oh. Uh, Byford. It was Mr. Mark Byford. <laughs> well, he should have done. Former. <laughs> This was, of course, Mr. Mark Byford. This is my Have I Got News to You impression. Yes, it was, of course, Mr. Mark Byford who left the BBC with a payoff just over £1 million. Pounds. He's not going to give it back. <laughs> so Yentop's still with the BBC. He's got two jobs at the BBC. Oh, of course he has. Number two. Thousand Fat Ladies, it's £470,000. Yeah, we're buzzing. Mark, what is our buzzing noise? Whatever buzz, you like. Buzz, buzz, Okay. Probably because it, it's probably James Robinson, isn't it? Uh, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. There's a siren, um, if I could do a siren. Your answer, please. Sharon Bailey. No. Ah! Going to hand it over to Fabrice. Don't know. Alan Yentob. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a clue. He was 54 days in the job. George Entwistle. George Entwistle. Yeah, that's one to the J-Row All-Stars. 
Remember that song? Uh, we got it wrong. Barbara Streisand. We should record that for Alan Yentob. Yeah, I should. I sorry, I didn't really. We didn't consult widely on that one. To be sorry. Don't worry, you're the boss. Yeah, I like it here. So it's one point to the All Stars. And question number three in this round, or no, sub clause three of question number four, six, part B. Who was who paid back their three hundred seventy-six thousand pounds handout after the process for approving it was found to be seriously deficient? Buzz, if you think you know it, which BBC exec gave his handout back? It was a back handout. We think. Buzz, 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 buzz. Yep. Uh, Jay Rule stars. Roly Keating. Roly Keating, it was indeed, yeah. Another oh, point to the uh, All Stars. Come on. <laughs> media knowledge. <laughs> right. Uh, this is where it pays in about all the boring stuff about media and none of the interesting bits. <laughs> we know too much about chaos. A weak <laughs> point for us. Media talk, the place for all the boring bits in the media. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks, James. Yeah, this, uh, we'll use it on the strap land. Uh, but finally, in this TV round, here's another regular from Media Talk who's got another celebrity guest question for you. Who is it this time, producer Matt? Hello, I'm Lisa Campbell, editor of Broadcast Magazine, and I have a TV question for you. Not very festive, but I would like to know how many people were killed exactly on BBC Two's The Fall. Oh, so good. Full of festive cheer. How many people bit the dust? I was worried about where that Mind you, Lisa is no longer the editor of Broadcast for listeners listening to this in the future, which they will be. Give us that breaking news, Sam. She is. Is she the director of the Edinburgh Television Festival? I saw her tweet just hours ago. She is, yeah. I saw it too. Yeah. Well done, Lisa. Her question is no less, no less no valid. Less valid. <laughs> for that reason, I refuse to answer. I, I think you're right. Really I think we should void the question. Yeah. Because effectively, you're lying to your listeners. Rebecca and uh, Fabrice, what do you think? Uh, Feel free to pluck a number out there. Yeah, it's more I'm than zero, five. fewer than ten. So there was the first one. The second one, the, the third one, one. <laughs> the fourth one, and then the fifth one. Yeah, we're going to go for four, just to be different. Yeah, four. <laughs> Fabrice, five, J-Ray, all-star, <laughs> four. And uh, the answer is, well, uh, discounting historical murders, which producer Matt advises me to do. Oh, well, you didn't oh, say that at the start. No. Well, you're still wrong, Fabrice, so don't make too much of a fuss about it. Uh, <laughs> the answer is, of course, three murders and one suicide. You did say death. So that's four, then? Four, yep, Ooh. so point to the Come all-stars. On. we're blazing a trail here. Oh, well, I know you want to know who, don't, don't you? Don't let's be Can someone ask me, who, who, tell who, me who, who they were? Who, who are they? Name Thanks. them all. Well, Sarah Kay, of course. Yeah. yeah. D.C. Olsen. Mm. Joe Brawley. There were the three murders. We had a suicide, Rob Breedlove. And then an attempted murder for bonus point. Who? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Doesn't that add up to five? What about the cop? What about the cop who was shot? The cop who was shot. Attempted murder. I oh, see. The last one's an attempted murder. Annie Brawley. Oh yeah, oh, but her brother right. did. He died. Joe Brawley. Yeah. Yeah. Had him already. Yeah. Okay. So fine. it's uh, so I can't four. make it five. So uh, Jay Rawls does Sorry, Sam, points. I let you down. I heard there's a picture round. So. <laughs> You've won the death round. So I usually depend on that in a pub quiz: <laughs> picture round or a pop music round. <laughs> The intro round, right. right. And uh, producer Matt tells me the scores on the doors are three points to the J-Row All-Stars and uh, two points so far to Fabrice. I'm quite impressed that we got We're two. there all thereabouts. Yeah. Coming next, it's our token radio round. Of course it's not token. We did a whole flipping podcast about radio last week. So, in fact, it's the very important radio round. Right, teams. Fingers on your metaphorical buzzers. Listen to this clip and answer the question that follows. Nick, thanks very much indeed. Is it not sufficiently um, a prize to come on the Today programme? I can't imagine why. It's 13 minutes past seven. One of America's most wanted terrorists... So, my question for you is, who broke new ground on Radio 4's Today? Michelle Hussein. Tell me all about Michelle Hussein, Liz. She was the uh, latest uh, signing as an anchor. They had uh, five anchors before, but all four men and one woman, Sarah Montague. And they've got Michelle, and everyone thinks it's a great idea. And in fact, not long ago, they had an all-woman lineup in the morning on the Today programme, something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And you still haven't, because it's on the radio. 
Oh, sorry, Andrew, that, was, that, was, that was a cheat gag. That was a cheat gag. <laughs> and for a bonus question, which other female broadcaster has lifted Five Lives football coverage this year? Uh, I listen to Five Lives football coverage. It's quite weak. Here's a clue. She reads the football results. Oh, oh Charlotte, Charlotte Green. Green. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I think a third of a point each there. Okay. But two thirds because two of you are on the, the J Raw Stars team. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte Green, of course, uh, formerly of uh, Radio Four, mostly. Do you remember Marquis Smith? Yes. The football results. Brilliant. You can that still watch so that on good. YouTube. So good. It's one of the best things ever. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, on to clip number two, which is the chat from the fall reading the foot. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Let's find out. Right, it's producer Matt, what's happening here? He's coming from the I wonder what that was. That sounded like two separate hours of the same programme being broadcast over each other, didn't it? It is, actually. Yeah. I've got no idea what that is. Yeah. I've got to be honest. It sounded yeah. a bit like Bob Harris's Radio 2 show. That's it. Uh, shall I keep That's telling it. you what the answer it's is? It's yeah, 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 yeah. Did it? Yeah. I thought... Yeah. I read about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? this is the story, of course, which everyone knows about. <laughs> which was, when the, clocks, uh, when the clocks went back in the autumn, someone labelled two separate hours of the Bob Harris show on Radio 2 as one o'clock. But, of course, on that particular day, there were two one o'clocks. So they both went out at the same time. Can that be allowed to happen? Can that be, have How 20 minutes. Be, 20 minutes. 20, 20 minutes of anyone before someone realised before someone realised what was happening on radio. Two. This, this is about Bob Harris. This is why all radio stations should be run by robots and not humans. Agreed. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Apart from the DJs and the presenters, surely, Sam. Hmm? No, the bosses should be robots. I see. Yeah. Right. Right. Something outside of Doctor the people labelling the tapes at the very least. Right. Right. Okay. Well, we'll see if that happens next year. One of your yeah. predictions for 2014. Absolutely. Well, we're talking about radio, so. Uh, after that not entirely successful round, uh, any favourite radio moments or worst radio moments of 2013? What about what about you, Liz? Your thoughts on the I was going to mention the Today programme and the All in the mm. Mind Up because that was great from my point of view. I think that for radio was pretty good, but we've already talked about that one. Uh, we do lots of monitoring of how many women are doing things on programmes. And when you were talking about Radio 5 Live, that really is a, a very bleak area for, for the girls. There's not many women there. So perhaps for next year, I'd like to see more women on Radio 5 Live. Is that a possibility? Uh, we'll, we can sort that out. Yeah. Thank is it, is you. It right? Well, you've got Victoria Derbyshire and, um, you know... Uh, yeah, there's, there's the, pre- the presenter rate isn't too bad, yeah. but the reporter rate's terrible. I mean, I think in one particular week they had something like, you know, 35 reports and only two were from women, something mm. like that. It's really, really poor. And then uh, the phone-ins, it's always blokes ringing in all the time and so on. So they call it Radio Bloke, don't they? I'd like to see that change. Excellent. Well, we've heard about Radio Stoke having fun. Why can't we have Radio Bloke improve? <laughs> Radio Bloke, I thought that's what that's who Sam works for, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. sure. No, there is at least there's a woman on there is a woman on Talksport <laughs> these days. Well done, Talksport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bravo <laughs> to us. <laughs> right, okay. Well, it's it's all to play for because uh, it's uh, just to challenge uh, producer Matt a bit more. It's hundred points for each of these next uh, questions. <laughs> so it it really is. So it's entirely quick redundant. Round. What's happened really before? It is the quick fire round. You're right. See those fingers. Who are we going to fire? Yeah. Right. First up, the who signed a new three-year deal with ITV, reported to be worth 150 million pounds. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Hundred points. Buzz. I didn't buzz. But it's fine. It's fine. Points. We'll let you have that one. Uh, who may not return as a judge on the US version of X Factor, but maybe back on the panel of the UK this year? Cheryl. No, it's. Cheryl's on the UK. Jay Rolls does. Uh, oh, 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 I don't know. Might, may not return in the US. Who is on the US panel? Um, it's uh, she. Know Rebecca knows this. Rebecca it's, knows this. It's Simon, Simon Cowell. Cowell. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Yeah. <laughs> I said, did I say Simon Cowell? Sorry, about I whispered that. Simon Cowell. <laughs> Producer no, Matt, I don't she's think that was a point. Cowell there was a freak. No, no, didn't oh, get that. Oh. And finally, uh, who told? Well, not finally. Who told interviewer Emily Maitlis in April that he was not actively looking for a wife? No, and then found someone else's. Oh. That's quite a big field, really, isn't it? 
Well, the answer is Simon Cowell, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought that. <laughs> right. Thought that might right. have twigged, really. Yeah. in the questions, but uh, you know, I, sh- I should have announced that <laughs> to Simon Cowell. What was Matlis doing uh, interviewing Cowell anyway? What was Emily Matlis doing interviewing yes. Cowell? Yeah. Well, it's gone mad. Wasn't it in the Radio Times? Oh, okay. Next up, how annoying was the John Lewis advert? Oh, so annoying. Oh, really. so, annoying. so annoying. Really yeah. annoying. Unlikely lovers, aren't they? The it's bear and the bizarre. rabbit. Yeah, it's disgusting. It really is quite is there, any, is there anyone that likes it? Is there anyone that likes it? Even uh, my daughter didn't like it, and she likes things like that. And she loves John Lewis. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, in our world, no, but we hang around with a bunch of cynical journalists yeah, and broadcasters. Right. So. Speaking as someone who only knows bastards... Uh, I can say that, yeah, no one liked it. <laughs> Did you see the front page of Private Eye, which showed all the animals, yes, you know, yeah, oh, ma- a massacre, eaten up. A massacre in the forest, yeah, it was good, it was good. This is probably, your, by the sound of it, your, your, your most hated ad of the year, but any favourite or hated ads of 2013, anything we should uh, look back on with? Uh, all of them, all of them with those stupid, like, you know, cover songs. versions yeah. of, you know... A, 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 the twee ukulele yeah, cover version. Like, it's sung yeah. by someone sounding like they're a nine-year-old child. Yeah. They're all doing awful. it. It's, it's been going for years now. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, years. we thought it was a trend two years ago, and it's yeah. still going strong now. Yeah, there's no excuse for that, it's though. Still but you know what? Radio ads have always been the worst type of ads. Like, if you work in an ad agency, then you know you don't want it. If you're being given radio scripts, it's like if you're a minister being sent to Northern Ireland. It's the same sort of thing, right? It's like they're basically saying we want you out. And yet, I have to, I, because I work from time to time in commercial radio, I have to listen to a lot of radio ads, and there is some good ones. There's one at the moment that is advertising this um, triathlon where you don't drink in general, which as much as it's a cause that I find disgusting. <laughs> no, or at least it's, a, it's an idea that I find disgusting. It's for a great charity. I don't know what that is, but it's probably a great charity. But it's very All funny. charities are great. Because it's a spoof of an American newscaster doing a report from a traditional English boozer and making a point that there's any, it's any excuse for a drink across the pond. And she goes around asking all of the drinkers what the occasion is. And all of them just got very amusing reasons for why they're drinking. Like one bloke goes, oh, it's because um, Terry just managed to peel a satsuma in one go. <laughs> <laughs> and Trip so on around. and so forth. So that was very good. I don't, I don't like the M&S adverts. Cause, and they just, you know, that food porn thing they do now. I mean, so now it's another Christmas thing, but they're you know, focusing on a like, very a nice Christmas pudding. And, Varnished. And, and sausages. And it, I don't know, it's just... Um, I've that mentioned M&S this on Media Talk before, but M&S sent out an invitation to a screening no. of their Christmas advert. No. Not yeah. that one where they're just, there's a camera going across yeah. the table. But exactly, it looks one disgusting. long shot. I'm not being funny, when I first saw it, I assumed it was going to be for like Morrison's or something. Yeah. Right, it was right. like, this, the food cinematography was substandard. <laughs> Below par. And that's one part. thing I will not stand for. <laughs> I've got one I hate, and that's the Specsavers one with the old couple. You know, they're walking along and they sit down and they open their sandwiches and they turn out that they're on a, like a huge roller coaster to ride they go nyeh, 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 around and then they come back and then he says uh, yeah they were some cheese sandwiches and at first I thought this is funny and then I thought no nah, it's about old people who can't see mm. properly and I'm an old person now I really don't like you're, that you're, you're, so, really you're, you're absolutely by aren't by the way oh thanks oh thanks uh. that's all I said it for no really I don't, I don't <laughs> like that Specs Savers ad okay next up it's the Harry Potter round uh, talking of Specs uh, it's so cool because it's all about platforms uh, this round and Harry Potter had a famous do you have a famous, a famous platform at King's Cross? Yeah. And we are in King's Cross. Yeah, right. Yes, stick with me. So this year saw the rise and rise of on-demand streaming services like Netflix, uh, it says here. But which series got more viewers, House of Cards or Season 4 of Arrested Development or Breaking Bad? Uh, House of Cards, I would say. Yeah, I would Team J. Row All-Stars. No, Breaking Bad. Well, it's a trick question because Netflix never released viewing figures. No, but they have, they what? have said. There's which, a revolt, producer Matt. They have said which their Lock most the watched show was. Really? Yeah, Orange which was? is the New Black. Was it? Yeah. Oh, really? uh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I've enjoyed that. So but that's the only thing they've said that that was their most watched. 
if I if I had included that in the question, <laughs> I think we that should get some relevant. Voice there. <laughs> and uh, I did. I was going to ask you about which TV platforms you have at home, but Matt, producer Matt's crossed that out, so I don't think anything was very interesting. Anyone got Blinkbox? No, didn't no. think so. Never even heard of it. Right. No. Next up, this is the. <laughs> it says media PR. Right. Next, they're probably not clients. So it doesn't matter, does it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Netflix all the way. Well, Channel five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we proceed on that basis, I definitely wouldn't be doing this media talk. <laughs> Next up is the mystery voice round. Who am I? Oh no no. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? And what's he talking about? We all want to say this. There are people in the room we don't admire. <laughs> we don't think should have won. There is stuff that we know has been pushed through because of finance and Channel 4 feeling like the little brother compared to BBC. But tonight is about Paul. Right, so who, who was that? Where was he? Uh, What's going on? Are we allowed to buzz in? I mean, how's this Carry work? on, wherever you like. Well, Johnny funny. Vegas. Um, I don't know what he was, who was, was talking Was it the about Comedy here. Awards? It was the British Comedy Awards, yeah. He wasn't accepting an award. He was presenting one to, to Paul Whitehouse. But that was what we need more of in mm. television mm. award shows. Because mm. I went to the BAFTAs this year. Not only did it feel like they gave the wrong shows the awards, it was all kind of flat and predictable and state. But, you know, more Vegas. This is what we need. Yeah, absolutely. Not right. That's not really a question. That's like a More statement, funny though. moments. So it's always an what entertaining about, um, stuff. And finally, it's time for the user-generated content round or citizen quizmaster round. Call it what you will. <clears throat> this is basically where I've asked each of you to bring in a fiendishly but not too difficult uh, question for your fellow contestants or actually for the opposing team. So this is high concept stuff, but let's stick with it. So I'm going to start with uh, a question from the J Rule Stars for Febreze. Okay, I, I was going to ask. Sorry, Sam. I know you've moved on. You probably don't want to talk about heat and your old, your, oh, your former, yeah. your former I've got uh, life. Of it in my back. Okay, fine. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to know if, if in, from from Heat's perspective, Mail Online would they would they like? Well, is that, how much do Heat magazine hate Mail Online? That's why I want to. Oh, know. they love it. That's where they get their stories from. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Very good answer. First thing you do in the morning is log on to that. Mm. Then you have a news meeting. So, James, that was a question, but it wasn't necessarily a quiz question. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, but that's fine. That's fine. So we definitely get a point. Email. Yeah, well, they got a point. Because because the, the answer was correct. factually correct. <laughs> oh, it's right. Chris, John, when thought, you said the email round, I, didn't thought, specify. I also thought you meant, yeah. is there anything you want to know? It's called the Quizmas. What did you have for breakfast? What are you doing on Thursday night, Rebecca? What are you doing next Wednesday, Rebecca? Oh, it's Christmas Day. Oh well, let's see. Well, if, we've uh, all got to know each other a bit better. Let's see if Fabrice uh, have come up with a quiz question. I know it was, you know, ambiguous. My request, inviting you to a quiz. Uh, where will it all end? <laughs> Room one hundred and one. Uh, uh, Two thousand and thirty-three. Apparently, that's what I read that the other day. That's when the media Moon. dies, or yeah. the planet comes to the an planet. End. The planet. Okay. So, sorry to. Is that right? Sam? Is that times. correct? Mm, well, I've, this is what I've read. Are you giving them the point? Um, I was more like, where will the media end? But I suppose when the world ends, so too will the media. Exactly. It's not like a cockroach. It can't continue forever without a planet to sustain yeah, it. So, alone. yeah, a point to them. Well, as an oldie mocked on Specsavers, I might be dead anyway. So there you go. Well, that's well on that cheerful note, <laughs> <laughs> no more mulled wine. No more mulled wine. I didn't realise you were that kind of a drunk. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, if you've got a question, it's not really come to my funeral, hopefully. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got a quiz question of some sort? For the, uh, yeah, can you, name the, can, you, can you name the members of the BBC executive board? <laughs> Heck! Alan Yentob. No! Yentob? No! Yentob. I think, weirdly, because of the uh, unique way in which the BBC is funded, 
and Alan Yentob specifically is funded. <laughs> he actually occupies three different chairs on the same executive committee of the BBC. Actually, he's got a settee. And he's making a documentary about his own role on the executive board of the BBC. Six-part series, BBC Two. Right. And my final, I think this is what this you just generated thing has worked really well. Rebecca, yeah, has, yeah. have you got a question that I gave you earlier? Yeah, John did definitely not give me this question earlier. It's a question who, for J-Row All-Stars. Who came second in this year's X Factor? Ooh. Great oh, question, John. Uh, that was Scottish guy, wasn't it? The Scottish yeah, kid, um, whose name is Nicholas Muck. Nicholas will do. Is that right? Is that right? Uh, I don't Rebecca? know his last name. Yeah, great. Nicholas. He is Nicholas, and he is of Scotland. <laughs> so it wasn't your question, and you don't know the answer to it. <laughs> Worst <laughs> quizmaster ever. <laughs> so that's the end of the quiz. I think it might be a bit close. And I can tell you that the winners are producer Matt, whisper in my ear, sweet nothings. J Row All Stars, a Woo! nine and a third. Yeah, and Fabrice, seven and a third. Whoa. What happened to our hundred points? Saved by two points. I think he. he we Matt, can be gracious. The goalpost has been changed incessantly throughout this shambles this. of a show. <laughs> <laughs> On that bombshell. Uh, thank you very much, all of you, for coming. And any, any uh, Christmas New Year message for all our listeners? Stay gold. Stay, That's what I'd say. Stay gold, yeah. says Sam. I'd just like to say hello to Alan Yentob. Yeah. <laughs> He's been an unusual presence on this podcast. He wasn't actually part of any questions. Hello and welcome did, did to the Alan Yentob Hour. Did you see him this week? In association with The Guardian. You didn't bump into him this week, did you? Oh, yeah, no, actually, I met him this week. I didn't. He's got a massive telly. Can you imagine how big his telly is? He's got a special telly constructed bespoke. It's a thousand feet wide. He got Jonathan Ives to design it. I just wanted to know if comedy was a defence when it came to libel. I hope so. If it is, we're screwed. Even if it is, we're still screwed. Because we're not funny. Because we're not funny. Right, well, on that. Come on, Yen. My thanks. Come on, Yen. I've been sued by better than you. I'm going to sue by Johnny Vaughan once. We might tweak the end. Johnny Vaughan sued me. I just remember, sorry, that's not very interesting. But, yeah. Did he? He did, yeah. I that's said a he was better on name co- job than any of my name yeah. jobs. No, I, I don't give you. I saw Tony Blair this week. There you go. There you Try, go. Wow. Take your name drop and I'll... I was there too. Were you? Wednesday night, you fundraiser. Were there. You were there at the fundraiser. I was there, yeah. I'm sick of this. Oh, it was star-studded. <laughs> star-studded. See, I could have been sitting there dropping all those names from uh, that fundraiser, but I'm not like that. You absolutely humiliated me. Yeah, you're raising money for TalkSport. The new Labour, you know, A-list, the tellies they've got, if I went into that, blimey, you'd have a whole supplement out of it. Careful, I'm married to one of them, so I can confirm that there is a scurrilous, scurrilous. I've got a really big telly. You're married to Ed Bowles. Tony Blair. Yeah. <laughs> Could be some editing going on here. Right, so from my guests, they are Sam Delaney, Rebecca Nicholson, Liz Howell, James Robinson, and of course from producer Matt Hill and me, John Plunkett, wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yay. For more great downloads, go to theguardian.com slash audio. Support for this Guardian podcast comes from Squarespace, providing creative tools that help you bring your ideas to life. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag and drop tools, and 24-7 support. Squarespace also offers seamless e-commerce solutions for you or your small business. Every design automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website, so your content will look brilliant on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Guardian podcast listener, you'll get 10% off your new account by using the offer code GUARDIAN. 